Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. Guys of a Certain Age on the air. Is it really the air? It's really not the air. It's not the air. On your AirPods? Web. Web. Device. In your head. In your head. That's it. We've Rob- gotten in your head. Yes, we have. Robbie Koblenz in your head along with... Art Shirley. Who's in your head. I was waiting for Jay Reed, but There's Jay no Reed's Jay. not here. Hey, that was a... Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, zombie by uh, Cranberries. It's in your head. In, in your, your head. head. Zombie, zombie, zombie. Eh, eh. Wow. Okay. And we just lost most of our audience with <laughs> that. Right. How are you this week, Mr. All Trump? right. Glad Friday's here. Yes, and we don't have Jay with us. And we don't have Jay. So no, no new, no newts, no newts, no notes, no notes, no newts. Yeah. So we'll. No uh, so the summary may be very sparse. We talked about something. Yeah. yeah. So Jay usually writes our um, our synopses and does say obituary, but that wasn't right. <laughs> close enough. Yeah. Close enough. And he does a great job with it. So this time Art and I will have to remember what we're talking That's about. Right. So as opposed to relying upon. The, sec- the secretary of the guys uh. of a certain age. So anyway, Jay, wherever you are, because we know you're listening the moment it drops to see what we say about you. That's right. Uh, well, let's jump into some Geeks of the Week. We didn't even talk about what are Geeks of the Week before we start recording, so hopefully we don't have the same one. Well, mine, I think I mentioned this early on, uh, DC Universe. Of course, it, uh, well, DC Universe let, is actually a regular, se- let, regular let, let's segment Let's start with now, right? our, our DC Universe update for the week. Okay, DC Universe, and then I've got another geek if we, if we do that. Uh, so DC Universe update. It's actually a very sad thing because they're laying off a lot of employees. And not just DC Universe, but across the, the whole DC across property. Across the comic book world as well. So, I mean, uh, Warner Brothers, uh, ever since the merger with AT&T, uh, they say the writing's been on the wall for DC Universe, uh, which we've kind of you know alluded to several times here. But a lot of that staff is gone. But even... Uh, it, a scary thing to me is that a lot of the comic book staff is starting to leave. A lot of people that are behind yeah. that are starting to go, and they're not really sure what's going to happen, what the future holds for comic book production. We talked about Diamond and uh, the distribution arm uh, going away earlier this year. I think well, we, not, not necessarily going away, but DC, not, di- DC firing Diamond. Firing Dom- yeah, they're not working with Diamond anymore. And so it's really kind of an interesting thing, uh, you know, possibly for comic book fans, uh, something to be a little bit concerned about to see what happens next uh, with the comic book world. And maybe a shakeups, you know, kind of what's needed to get things back uh, to a more manageable level. But it is hate it for those people that have lost their jobs. Uh, you know, like I said, I've still got DC Universe. I'm still getting emails from DC Universe. So somewhere that's coming along. But um but who knows how much longer they'll be the DC that we know, not just the universe, yeah. but the DC that we, we know. I saw reports of maybe upwards of 600 people. Yeah. Laid yeah. Off. That's right. That's what I've seen too. Yeah. And going into the HBO properties as well as DC. Yeah. So yeah. It's, so uh, there's a, it's a, there's a lot of stuff happening. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll keep you informed with it. Our, 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 our now regular DC universe update, semi-regular DC oh, universe oh. update. So, uh, any new content on DC universe we should know about and run out to get, uh, nothing that I've seen. I mean, they still are updating, uh, the, the way they work it is, uh, comic books that are a year old pop up. So there's always new content coming up. Uh, and they'll expand on what they have on some of their older offerings as well. In fact, I'm reading a bronze age, uh, specter 
series right now. The Jim Specter. Aparo. The, the Specter knows. The, the Specter knows. Oh, was it the Shadow knows? Shadow knows. Actually, is who yeah. that was? Yeah. Who knows what evil lurks in, in the, the hearts man. of men? Nah, that's the Shadow it. knows. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, do you do you have a geek of the week? I, well, you? actually, yeah. I mean, uh, we talked about this too. I don't think this is yours though. Agents of Shield wrapped their series this yeah. past week with a two-hour uh, long season finale. And I thought they did a great job. I've had been with the season, uh, with the series since it began, and it's been, you know, sometimes uneven. There have been seasons that were certainly better than others. Uh, I think for a long time they were kind of constrained by trying to tie in with the Marvel movies that were coming out at the time, and uh, certainly with uh, the Captain America movie. Um, was it Winter Win- Soldier? It was Winter Soldier. Yeah. When Winter Soldier, yeah. Hell when, Hydra. Yeah, when the Hydra stuff happened, and Spoilers. they had to kind of they had to kind of hold off on some things and almost kind of tread water for a while, waiting for that to happen. Um, but um, but then they kind of found their groove, I thought, and and uh, and really kind of came into their own. I've liked what they've done, but uh, so good. I I bailed on Agents of Shield right as they're getting into the Life Model Decoy. Yeah, series. Life Model Decoy comes into play heavily as they keep going. When I don't want to know anything else. Yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll just tell you that Life I, Model Decoy comes in happy. I'll say that they did a great job wrapping up the the series. I would think most people would be happy with the way they they did it. Uh, they had a real solid team there at the end. Uh, you know, it's going to be sorry. I'm sorry to see them go, but I, I am glad that they went out kind of on their own terms as opposed to some of these that are canceled and don't get a chance to finish. So did uh, Peggy Carter make it back? Did you see one of those spoilers? Well, but no, did. you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> she okay. does in a way, okay. but it's it's not uh, it's not the way you expect. It okay, because be. yeah. I, I loved uh, Agent Carter. Yeah, that whole series was really good and kind of got uh, got the raw end of the deal there, I think, in terms of only getting two seasons. It was really well done. And I know they're bringing back an animated version of that. Yeah. Uh, on Disney Plus, but um, yeah, I was sorry to see that go. But you do see some of the characters from uh, Peggy Carter reappear. Excellent. Now, so, yeah. good. so my geek of the week, uh, great segue. We did not plan this at all. Is also happening on Disney Plus, and if you are a guy of a, or a gal of a certain age, and in the in the fever. Um, dream that was immediately happening after Star Wars was released in 77. Everybody wanted a piece of Star Wars. Uh 1978, the Star Wars holiday special. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? I have not seen this. So I've seen the special, but I haven't seen what you're about to announce. So what they have announced is there's going to be a Lego Star Wars holiday special that's going to drop this November on Disney Plus. It's going to take place immediately after or, or after Rise of Skywalker and Ray is heading somewhere to celebrate Chewbacca's life day if I remember this correctly because okay. I read it two hours ago and it's already fuzzy yeah. and, and she gets stuck in some sort of time vortex yeah. that takes her back into other parts of the of the of the series so it's lego star wars so it's silly it's fun but it's probably where the star wars holiday special should have been yeah originally. i mean that, that's As, a much better fit than going with the live action yeah stuff, yeah you know? so yeah so it will premiere i, I believe it's november okay. uh, on 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 disney plus so will uh, they do you think they'll bring the original one onto the channel it's not on the channel now no i don't know that that will ever i, I think george lucas will have to pass from in this world before that's ever seen yeah again. yeah you know, be Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's on YouTube. Yeah. You, you can get pieces, parts on YouTube. Yeah. So uh, it did introduce us to Boba Fett. Yeah. Which is very strange that that's where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing else there. I mean, the whole yeah. Wookiee Life Day and we've got to. Ah, yeah. 
Anyway, uh, but but a Lego Star Wars holiday special. I watched a lot of Star Wars related YouTube videos yesterday. I'm realizing uh, there's one that's uh, this pitch meeting thing. I don't know if you've seen it. it's a series that uh, Screen Rant does, and the guy does a pitch meeting. And he does a pitch meeting for all the Star Wars properties in the timeline that they were. And he does both parts, the, the pitch guy, the screenwriter, and the producer. But it's really, really funny. It's an hour worth of stuff to, because each pitch meeting is about 10 minutes long. But uh, <laughs> but he, re, he you know goes through the whole series, and they're like, well, why? You know? Oh, so this sounds like an exciting character. Talking about Boba Fett. And he goes, yeah, we kill him. <laughs> Okay, you know, that's really good. And then also watched, and I don't know, we've never talked about this, and this may be a a show we should do sometime, is the the despecialized versions out there, the uh, Harmy versions, that uh, the fan films where people have gone in. Like the Phantom Cut and... Well, this is, they've recreated the original theatrical release of Star Wars. Okay. uh, But in Blu-ray. So what they did was they took uh, stuff from the Laserdisc that was out, and upsampled some of that, and they also took stuff from the Blu-ray that came out and went through and and cleaned it up so that it you know got rid of the special effects, so it matched it. <laughs> so that's out there, uh, you know, free for download if you go to the right you know dark web kind of places or Usenet kind of which, places, really. Which we don't advocate. Which that. don't advocate. Yeah. But then it's also um, uh, what was it? Something um, I can't remember. Four K seventy seven. 4K 77. They took a 35 millimeter print Ooh. and uh, and scanned it and cleaned it up. Ooh, yeah. So I have to look at that. So if someone's found out about that or has watched that, you please uh, contact us through our social media. I'd love to see what you think about it. But yes, we don't advocate you go out and, and do anything illegal. You know, it's probably a good thing that Jay's not here because we have to explain what the dark web is yeah. to Jay. So and is it available on DVD? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Speaking of. Um, good friend of mine, uh, Kerry Dismore, shout out to him up in uh, the Twin Cities, was listening to uh, the podcast a couple eps back yeah. and wanted me to let you guys know that he is still on the Lifetime DVD Netflix subscription right. with Jay as well. Did you get his email for Jay? So, I probably should. Yeah, because that way they can go, hey, look, I see you've got Howard the Duck out. You know, <laughs> could you finish that so I could watch it? Yeah, because it's the only, the only two, two people. people. That's right. Netflix may just say, can you save us a postage and just send each other the DVDs? Of course. Of course. This is from the last guy subscribed to DC Universe. Yes, that's know. right. Hey, can you can you shut down? I'm can just you, trying to help people out. It's There's jobs on the line. Right. Yeah. <laughs> trying to bring people People together. had stepped up. Wow. Well, all right. So we're going to step back for a second. We're going to talk about Fortnite and Apple and why 1984 may actually end up being 1984. We're back the last half of guys of a certain age and ever the last half ever of guys of a certain age. That's right, Jay. We've decided to cancel the show after this. So you will no longer. No, no, just joking. Um, Change the show to guys of a very specific age. (laughs) And that would be. Well, never mind. mind. Um, So there was some interesting news that's that's dropped in the past couple days uh, prior to us recording this episode in Fortnite. Epic Games specifically, who makes Fortnite is taking on the behemoth that is Apple, and specifically the Apple App Store. So just to kind of give you guys a, get you kind of a heads up here. So if you have an app on the App Store, on the Apple iOS App Store, you've got to follow certain guidelines. 
Um, I mean, it's a pretty stringent process. They they guard the app store pretty right. pretty brutally there. Um, but part of it is if you sell anything to your consumer through your app that comes through the app store, Apple gets thirty percent. Wow, is it that much? Thirty percent. So it was high. I didn't realize it was that much. So in app purchases, whether that's a um, well, in the case of Fortnite, whether it's a skin or whatever, right. I mean, they get thirty percent of that. Okay. So that has been the rule from the get go. And so Fortnite introduced two days ago an in-app purchase ability to to pay Fortnite directly for add-ons or pay Epic Games, who makes Fortnite, directly for add-ons within Fortnite. To the Apple app. Yeah, through the Apple. So the okay. Fortnite Apple app. Yeah. And you're playing Fortnite there and you're like, oh, hey, I want to buy XYZ. Your only choice would be to buy as an in-app purchase, which went through the coffers of Apple. Yeah. Fortnite's like, nah, we're going to save you 20% and you can buy it directly from us. The minute that that opened up, Apple's like, you have violated our terms of service. Wow. We're kicking you off. So Fortnite knew they were going to do this. I should say Epic Games. I'm using Epic Games and Fortnite interchangeably. Epic knew that this was going to happen and they dropped a commercial um, which is is reminiscent. It's a no, not reminiscent. It's, it's a, a direct. It's, a, it's yeah. a blatant rip off of the infamous 1984 Apple ad that aired in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that uh, Steve Jobs was made famous for, where they're taking on the the big brother of IBM and uh, saying, you know, we're going to come in here and we're going to free the masses to get into personal yeah. computing. Fortnite says. Uh, we're going to free the Fortnite masses from the monopoly of Apple that's stealing our money. And they launched a lawsuit against yeah, Apple. Great commercial. We just looked at it. I hadn't seen it before, but it's a great commercial. It's a great commercial. Yeah. So, And uh, I'm sure it, there's a lot of truth in there. There is. Yeah. But, you know, they also did the same thing with the Android version of Fortnite. And Google kicked them off. The, yeah, that's the what I saw store. this morning. Uh, I saw on the news this morning they talked about this story. And like I said, I had not really heard about it until you mentioned it. And then saw it this morning that it was a story. And Google Play's also done the same thing. And, you know... Think what you will about uh, Apple and Google and the monopolies that those companies may or may not be. But, you know, they did have rules that, you know, the the people were supposed to follow. But uh, so now they're going out on their own. They're going they're Well, they're suing to be they're suing Apple to be allowed back into the app store. Okay, And so that's kind of one of the things that we wanted to talk about is a little bit of history of the app store and also. Is that right? Does yeah. Apple have that right? So yeah. let's uh, flash back to 2007. And okay. the iPhone has been announced early 2007. It starts shipping in July of 2007. And when it initially shipped, the only apps on the iPhone were Apple apps. Right. There, were, there was not a third-party software developer's kit that would allow um, developers to create apps. Yes. And if you recall, Steve Jobs said, you know, we don't think we need to open it up for apps. Uh, We want people to develop um, basically JavaScript. It wasn't JavaScript. It was HTML. HTML's web pages. 2.0 pages that uh, could be viewed as an applet and you could create a shortcut on your home screen. As long as you had the internet service. That's right. You could use that app. And so the idea was all that processing would take place on their servers, on on the mm-hmm. on the application servers, and it would not weigh down, bog down the phone. 
And uh, there was also a concern of a third-party app being installed on an iPhone that might take down the AT&T network. Because right. if you recall, back then, the They're iPhone only on AT&T. was AT&T That's exclusive. Right. Yeah, I'd forgotten that. So, um, but November of 07, I believe, Apple said, yeah, okay, we're going to allow third-party applications. Uh, February of 08, they shipped the uh, software developer kit. And then when the iPhone 3G... Yeah, it was iPhone 3G came out. Yeah. Um, that's when they started allowing that that version of the iOS operating system started to allow mm-hmm. third-party apps. And that's when the App Store first exploded, launched. right? I mean, it, they, it they launched, but then it, I mean, it, it, it went crazy. It went nuts. Right, yeah. So mm-hmm. they, it launched with 500 apps and uh, it's been just nuts ever yeah. since. So yeah. uh, a lot of jobs, a lot of wealth has been created yes. through the App Store. Mm-hmm. Um, from your 99 cent purchases or the freemium model where you get the free app. And then if you want to remove advertising or opt in for other goodies, More features, yeah, yeah, you could buy it. And so, but just think how many applications you have bought for your phone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Through the years. Yeah. It's crazy. And then some of them that, uh, you know, you, you pay granted the price point was always pretty you know, acceptable. You're talking about a couple of bucks usually. Maybe. You know, I can remember, you know, when you started to get to like the $10 range, oh my gosh, this is $10. What am I getting for $10? Here? Is it worth it? Yeah, yeah. Is it worth it? And of course now you've got, especially with the iPad, you've got apps that rival uh, Photoshop and, and Illustrator and things that you can get for 10, maybe 20 bucks. Sure. But still you're able to produce quality work, you know, on, on these devices. And it, that's kind of amazing to me. Um, so, so- it, but Apple gets 30%. 30% every bit of that. Every yeah. Every bit of it. Yeah. So is that fair? Well, I guess, you know, that's kind of the the cost of doing business with them. You know, I mean, they've got the, the audience, the built-in thing. If you want access to that audience, it's hard to think. But it does seem to take away the free market. But um, but if there's no other way to get into that. Into that. Into, yeah. So, so what you've got to ask yourself, the question is, is the iPhone a monopoly? Yeah. Which it's not because you've got Androids and, and Windows. You have other phones you can purchase. That's right. Mm-hmm. So you're not locked into an iPhone or not. Right. Um, or, or no mobile phones. Uh-huh. So you've got other, you've got other phones. Um, 30% does, you don't have to worry about distribution because yes. you upload it to the app store. Uh-huh. You don't have to worry about credit card processing. You don't have to worry about any of that. It's a seamless transaction from the developer mm-hmm. side, but 30% sounds, 30% seems very high to me. And, yeah. and so the other thing that Apple does that makes me, it makes it harder for me to defend them as, Oh, they're just, you know, they're just business people doing business is once an app becomes very popular, uh, and if Apple cannot buy that app, they will produce something that's similar to it. And then from what I've seen, they'll say, you can't produce this anymore because this functionality is built. Or, or maybe they won't say you can't produce it, but they'll take away the person's ability to uh, to make money from it by incorporating it into uh, an Apple uh, app or a, a part of the iPhone feature itself. So in 2017, the App Store generated... $26.5 billion in revenue. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. That's nuts. That is nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Yeah. So um, not just to pick on Apple, but uh, Google does the same thing with their Play Store. Right. And uh, they booted Fortnite off for violations of terms of service. And um, so I believe Fortnite is, yeah. Epic Games is suing yeah. Google as well. Mm-hmm. So, But is it is it different than the hoops that Walmart makes you jump through if you want to put your product in, in their stores? 
I mean, is it? But there's a lot of competition to Walmart. Yeah, but still, Walmart will get you to do things. I mean, there's an article from uh, I can't remember the name of the magazine uh, several years ago about the pickle farmers. I don't know if you remember this, but because no. Walmart, you know, said yes, we'll put your pickles in there, but you have to come out with this ten gallon jar of pickles too, and it like decimates the pickle. The, Pickle farmers can do nothing but produce for Walmart because in order to get their stuff in Walmart, they have sure. to do that. Well, yeah. you know, it's it's it, so many times it's the the it's the wail of hey, we're going to getting getting Walmart or Target mm-hmm. or Whole Foods, and then you realize even though you got you're you're in those stores, right? Your your profit per unit is so low because yeah. of the way they beat right. you up. Yeah, it's it's is it really worth doing it? You know, we're, we're losing money, but we'll make it up in volume. We'll make it up in volume. <laughs> that's right. And Amazon sort of the same way. Yeah, they've become. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, that's what you know. The, some of these corporations were just you know on Capitol Hill testifying not too long ago. You know, because of the the monopoly thing or, or what the power that they have. You had uh, Google, Microsoft, Apple. Uh, and uh, Amazon, I think we're all there. Weren't they testifying yeah. not too long ago? Yeah. So which of those are not like the other? To me, Microsoft is very much the junior uh, executive yeah. in, in that yeah. group, uh, which 15 years ago, it's, it's crazy to think that Google, Amazon, and Apple would dwarf Microsoft. Right. So, yeah. But uh, so so you think it's fair? You think pulling 30% is fair? Well, I mean, it's it's... I don't know that it's right, but it's hard for me to say it's not fair if you know that's the condition of of, of doing business with them. That you know, it's not with. like they it's not like they are saying, "Hey, look, we got you into this, and now we're going to charge you thirty, you know, percent." I mean, that you know that going into the Apple Store, you know, you kind of uh, you, you kind of make that deal. As you go into it, you make the deal with the devil. Well, yeah, it's almost what I said. Yeah, yeah that's kind of yeah. what's on the tip of my tongue. But you do make that deal. I mean, I think you do. You make that deal. You know, what, again, whether it's right to do it or not, uh, it's it's hard for me to justify that making that much money on it. But if somebody can do it, I mean, you know, it's not like it's not like they didn't see it. You know, in the contract that they signed. So some folks have some developers have griped about. Uh, they're having to give thirty percent of the of the overall price of the app. Then any in app purchase, Apple wants thirty percent of that as yeah. well. And uh, I still don't think you can buy any Kindle books on the iPad. No, you cannot buy them. You can read them. Yeah, but you have to. And if you go to uh, the Kindle store, will say this device does not support purchasing the Kindle. So you have got- to go online through another device and, and do it so you have to go to, to amazon on some other platform right purchase. usually a web browser you can yeah. go through I mean, you can go through a web browser own your iphone okay. or ipad and do it but you can't go you can't purchase directly in there um because apple wants 30 percent of that but also yeah. apple has got this whole idea of if we're providing that product like ibooks mm-hmm. we don't want to make it easy for you yeah so and that's kind of what i was alluding to earlier is that they they try to come up with a if they see something successful, right. they try to come up with a competing thing. And a lot of times, you know, you you think about iBooks and and really it's still Kindle that people are, are doing. Yeah, they're I, doing ebook stuff. So you know, it, iBooks never took off. They never did, uh, which is really bizarre mm-hmm. when you think that Apple gets so much right in consumer research. Yeah, but iBooks never took off. Um, I still don't think Apple TV Plus is going to take off. They oh, do you not really? Oh, Apple TV Plus. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're talking about the, the service, not the device. I'm talking about yeah. the service, yeah. not the device. I, yeah. I just I just don't see they're throwing a lot of money into it. But Oh, no. I don't. I, it's, it's one that I never go to. I mean, yeah. like I said, I've watched 
one, we watched Greyhound on it. We've watched a couple episodes of some of the shows, but it's something that if it were gone, unlike DC universe, strangely <laughs> enough, you I would never miss it. You wouldn't miss it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, it just, and, and we've talked about our, in our Apple fanboy episode about how the DNA of Apple changed when mm-hmm. Steve jobs left the role as, as day to day. And then after he passed away, yeah. And it's just hard for me to, but Steve Jobs is the guy who implemented this 30%. Yeah. Yeah. You know, take it or leave it. And it's like, like I said, it's one of those things where it's what the market will bear, you know? And so do you say, oh, well, you know, I'm feeling, (laughs) I've made more money than I'll ever need. The corporation has made more money. So now we're going to start going back to 10%. You know, it's just hard for me to believe they do that. You know, it's going to be interesting to watch. And, um, you know, everybody, like you talked about, if, if Apple doesn't buy you, they'll try to put you out of business. Yeah. And uh, there was a, a search. Um, was it Sherlock? It was Sherlock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, there was a third party. I it, think that's what it was. Oh, was Sherlock the name of the... Uh, I can't remember, but I know what you're talking about. There was a search engine yeah. for your computer. Yeah. And then Apple came in and created their own. Right. Maybe, maybe theirs was Sherlock. Maybe theirs was with Sherlock and it was something else. But uh, I know we should know that, but it's been that's been a long, while yeah. ago. Yeah. But... Anyway, it is yeah. what it is, and 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 you can't find anything. That spotlights what Apple created. Spotlights what it was Sherlock, and it was spotlights spotlight. what Apple created. Yeah. And you know you can't find anything on it. I uh, <laughs> you really can't. Uh-uh. I use it. I still use a third party app to search my files. What do you use? It's a squirrel. It's got a squirrel as the icon. I can't remember what it is. All right, so we need to Google squirrel icon search <laughs> yeah, for right. Mac. Yeah, look for it. It's right there. <laughs> search for it. Did I you use buy- it every day. I, I, maybe it's called find my files or something. I don't know. Um, so it, it, interesting to me is I, I usually shy away from buying Mac OS apps on the Mac OS app store. Yeah. And I'll buy directly from the developer. Yes. Um, because Apple has not walled off that yeah. that system yet. Yeah. Although you do get, you have to go through some hoops now to install it. If they say, hey, this didn't come from the Mac, the, the Mac app store. Yeah. Are you sure you want to do it? Yes. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you, yeah. are did you, you, did you unlock this? And yeah. Are you really, yeah. are you really sure? Do you yeah. know, do you know the person who built this That's app? Right. You know? What's um, his name? We want to find him. Well, and, and so I guess I kind of, I, that's kind of what I do. I yeah. mean, I, I, I'd rather purchase directly from the developer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't remember. I can't, as often as I use the iPhone and iPad app store, of course you have to, I guess, yeah. but I, I never go to the Mac app store if I'm looking for an app. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, I never do. Yeah. Um, now the only thing I download from the Mac app store is the Mac. I mean, it's like, you know, whatever the upgrades are for the system software or garage band or sure. iTunes or whatever it's called music now. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Wow. Tell so, me more about Fortnite though. What do you think they're going to do? Man, I don't know. Of course, Jake Jones, our resident video game expert who hasn't been on the show in a while. Probably should have had him on today. Well, he's he's out, out oh. of town on a job. Otherwise, he would have come in and talked about this for about 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Um he, so it, apparently Epic has done some things like uh-huh. that, that have stirred the pot before. Yeah. And, uh, so being able to do a cross platform play, um, was not very common or done at all prior to Fortnite. So if you recall, which you may not recall when Fortnite first launched, um, if you were on a PS4, you could play against other folks on a PS4. If you were on iOS, you could only play against other folks on iOS. Okay. So, but Fortnite, but Epic's flipped a, 
a switch and said, hey, no, we can make everybody play against everybody. Wow. Okay. So instead of having um, siloed Fortnite universes, it's a shared universe, mm-hmm. and uh, which is crazy. So apparently that wasn't done prior to that, which has really kind of changed the whole gaming experience for everybody because now the game um, is, is bigger than the platform. Right. Yeah. So. And uh, uh, obviously – you can get it for iOS devices. Oh, you can you get could. It. Oh, you could. You could. I mean, you, you know, yeah. back it's, a couple of weeks ago. It's removed. But you so. could get it for iOS devices. You could get it for Android devices. You could for get it for anything. Mac OS, PC, and also all the gaming platforms. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No wonder it was the biggest thing ever. It, it still kind of is kind of huge. Yeah. So wow. uh, the thing I don't get about Fortnite is them playing movies in Fortnite. You know, so they have... They have played movies like at a drive-in movie theater. And Portland. you're actually watching the movie? Yeah. Is this the same game that y'all talked about that did uh, like they were like a black hole or something for yeah. six months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was While they were one. updating the yeah. software? Yeah. Yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah. And of course, it's also the game where uh, Palpatine made his uh, announcement. That's right. Yeah. So it's... Um, Another bizarre thing. It really is. It's, it's kind of crazy how this has become... I mean, my boys still play Fortnite. Yeah. And it's still free to play. Okay. Um, and you you just option up with skins. and. So is that the kind of thing you're buying from yeah. the in-app purchases? Yeah. Skins and, yeah. and characters, possibly? Yeah, characters, okay. skins, but nothing that would give you a competitive advantage. So you can't go buy machine guns or anything okay. like that. As I understand, that could have changed. But okay. that used to be you can only buy things that would affect your cosmetic appearance. So what do you think is going to happen? What do you think would, ha- would be necessary for something to break this hold that Apple... And some of these other companies have. So, you know, I haven't studied the Sherman Antitrust Act in a long time. (laughs) This week, anyway. Yeah, this week. But I've got to think it ends up in the Supreme Court. Yeah. You know, and so is the Supreme Court going to define the limits of capitalism? Yeah. You know, so um, it could really send it, it could have consequences far beyond. Um, Apple and Epic, because if you're defining the limits of profitability for a marketplace, yeah. which is what, what they're doing, yeah. what they're going to do, you know, if you're saying you're charging me too much, you yeah. know, I'm not being forced to go on. You've got something I want access to. I'm not willing to pay your, your, your price. So I'm mm. suing you. Um, because I think you're, you know, yeah, it costs too much. Yeah. So can I go into, can I go into backyard burgers and sue them because I think yeah. their burger is a dollar too that's, much? That's the whole thing. I mean, are movie prices too much? And that the way you decide that is you stop going to backyard burger. You stop going to, you know, to the movie theater, which of course we can't do right now, or and it can only in a limited way. But you know, that's how you make those decisions. And as long as there are people, and apparently enough to generate that many billions of dollars, are willing to do it, willing yeah. to make that payment, it's hard to say it's unfair. Yeah, it I mean, could, like I said, it may not be right, but the fairness or the legality may be determined by the fact that people are willing to pay it. It kind of comes down to market. <clears throat> pardon me, comes mm-hmm. down to market forces. Yeah, um, I, this is going to be fascinating. Yeah, to watch. it is. And again, there's a whole thing with it, whether it's a trust or you know the antitrust thing. That's a different situation. If they find out that it's actually a monopoly and you've got to break that up, that's one thing. But it, as long as it is not ruled to be a monopoly. And they're willing to, and they can charge that and get paid for it. It's hard to say this is not legal, you know. 
It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I wish we had tapped into this. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wish we'd come up with the idea. I'd, I'd, I'd just do it for 20%. Yeah. You know, come on. I'd do five. That's right. I'd do. We, hey, look, if you're interested, guys of a certain age will host your game, not in any meaningful way, <laughs> on oh, this non-existent website that we have. Yeah, yeah. For, you know... Twenty percent of what yeah. you're paying Apple for. We'll 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 get Jay to put it on his index cards. <laughs> yeah, and we'll that's host, right. Host it in a yeah, recipe we'll, box. We'll mention it by name. Yeah. Oh man. I don't, know, I don't even know if we'll do that because we'd forget it. Yeah. Are we been mispronounced it? <laughs> so don't hold us legally liable for that. Don't hold us legally liable for anything. <laughs> or anything. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for us this week. Jay, we miss you. We'll see you when Hope you get you back. Hope you took notes, listening, Jay, and can get something whipped out. Yeah. Can we have? Uh, can we have the synopsis on this? Uh, maybe. Right. Maybe Monday. Yeah. So until next time, take care. <laughs>